When one of her classmates commits suicide, soft-spoken Lane Iwakuda starts getting messages from her. She learns of a world beyond theirs that exists online known as The Wired. Strange events start to occur in the real world as Lane explores deeper into The Wired. Is the world really changing around her? Is The Wired even real? Or is this all happening inside of Lane's mind? Is Serial Experiments Lane the perfect series to introduce your friends to anime, or should it be relegated to your own personal weeb watch list? I'm PJ. I'm Skylar. And this is Kawaii Disappointment. about the matrix but i mean this is an anime podcast have you both watched the animatrix i have never once in my life mm. seen the animatrix <laughs> no which is kind of a shame because i like fuck so hard with the matrix one and two did you ever watch the breaking the habit music video from lincoln park <gasps> well of 100%, course yeah. yes okay so that's pretty much the vibe of the animatrix oh yeah i fuck with that then <laughs> I fuck with that. So if you've seen the Breaking the Habit music video, you've basically seen the Animatrix. Oh, thank Imagine, God. So like, you know, you basically already have. <laughs> I'm putting that on my anime list. I've watched not, it Not now. Animatrix, just re-watching the Breaking the Habit music video. You gotta watch Which, it every couple of years. AKA the Animatrix. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, speaking of watching anime, hello and welcome back to Kawhi Disappointment, the show where two lifelong weebs, PJ and Skylar, usually guide their non-weeb friend through a new anime every week. But this week, we are joined by a sinister presence, a visitor from Podcasts Beyond, to determine if this anime is a kawaii success or a kawaii disappointment. This week, we are watching Serial Experiments Lane, as we continue through Horror Month 3, The Invited Guests. This week's invited guest is one-third of the Anime Roulette podcast and a top-tier Twitter meme lord. Please welcome Connor! I don't know how the hell you summoned me through this Ouija board, but I want to go home. It's actually a Luigi board. Oh, that makes a whole <laughs> lot more sense. That explains oh, the green. I, I thought it was a Walla Luigi board. Wow. A Walla Luigi board. <laughs> a Walla Luigi board. <laughs> I like that it adds an extra law. Well, he's a little he's a little extra, you know? The extra law is short for lane. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ooh. Which, uh, yes, obviously, uh, Connor, thank you so much for joining us. We are super excited to have you here today. Oh, I'm excited to be here. I, uh, long time listener, first time caller. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, you are uh, one of our one of our older like Twitter podcast friends. Yes, and like our biggest like hype person on Instagram. Always, we can always rely on you to keep us hyped up. Yeah, Yo, you gotta you gotta hype people up. <laughs> That's how you. That's how you move forward. You know exactly. Um, and I'm again. It's been a long time in the making to have you on here, and you know we have you here ready to experience serial experiments lane which i know you have heard of but not don't know much about yeah so i i mean i was born in 1993 so like i started watching anime when i was pretty young and like serial experiments lane you know it wasn't the most popular probably but like no it was known you know yeah had, it was right. it was like big in the underground anime scene like in the vhs trading yeah scene like when ghost in the shell was out yeah yep. but even ghost in the shell was like big so your experiments lane like took a while that's true. to like build like its cult following yeah but whether it's from what you heard or just from a, a wild guess you want to throw out here once you just based on that name serial experiments lane what do you know or think this anime is about I don't think you guys are ready for for what I'm about to say. <laughs> we weren't ready for this anime, so like you're just continuing the theme. Fair enough. So I have a, a theory, okay? So I okay. know it's I know it's spelled like serial as in like S E R I A L. Oh no. Um but I think maybe it's about the Captain Crunch factory, all right? Uh-huh. It's a serial. It's, it's it's true. It's a serial <laughs> experiment, all right? The R&D department has been going a little nuts. You know, everybody said, you know, you know, once they put out oops all all uh berries, they were like, "Oh, that's too far," you know. They didn't think so. Now they have, you know, kind of I think a soylent green situation, maybe oops all people. I was going to say berry crunch is actually my favorite. So, it's it's no the slander. bomb. 
No, it's the bomb. I love it. See, I think they should also experiment on how to not cut up the roofs of people's mouths. I don't think that's, that's physically possible. Yeah. No, the way that they finally do that is by making it oops all people. You know what? That's a good point. <laughs> oops all people. Flesh is less crunchy than the Captain Crunch cereal. And apparently and is... it tastes like bacon, so. Ooh. That's what I hear. I do hear that we taste like pig. That's our closest flavor relative. You know, I I do like bacon. I can't deny. I'm not going to say I would resort to cannibalism here on this podcast, but I'm kind of <laughs> thinking about it now. It's kind of all um, I'm thinking and, about. And like when we, so we have the exper- serial experiments part covered, but the Lane, like is Lane our researcher? Who is or what is Lane? So I think Lane is the intern that uh, is slowly d- unraveling this mystery. You know, she she kind of heard tell of like, oh, the R&D department's a little crazy. You don't want to mess with them. Like, they're a little nutty. And then, you know, she saw the oops all berries, oops all TV static, and then oops all people. And just was like, well, I think I have to intervene now. So she's kind of w- like intern detective, you know. I would love to eat Oops All TV Static. I think that's the flavor everybody craves. Honestly, it tastes like it would like itch and tickle, but like I'm willing to try it. I think it would tickle <laughs> the right parts in a great way, you know? And then once you saw the poster, uh, were you like, there's my intern? A hundred percent. My initial thought was, <laughs> it, when I first saw it, I'm not joking, the first thought I said is, this isn't about cereal at all. <laughs> There's no way. Uh, no, honest to God, my first thought was, this is a 90s like grunge band cover. 100 percent. Like, it's all I could think. And then I was like, you know what? There's no shot that this is about cereal. So I kind of used my brain a little and, and I kind of came up with another theory. And I don't think I'm correct. But I know this is kind of like cyberpunky is what it, people have thrown out. So my thoughts are maybe like, maybe Lane is not real. Lane is an artificial intelligence trying to be taught how to be more human. And those are the experiments. She's like seeing the world through other Lane's eyes. So it's like Cyberpunky Brewster. Exactly. Cyberpunky <laughs> Brewster. <laughs> 100%. All right. I actually really like that as a concept, right? Because there's. I mean, any good AI story has to involve like them experiencing what it actually truly means to be alive and to be a person. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's always going to be a, an interesting story to tell. A lot of like morality questions come up. Oh, yeah. And I have a feeling that's what's going to happen in here. You know, I, I feel like this whole thing is just going to be about whether or not human life is real human life or not. Which is completely valid. And the only way to find out is by making Oops All Human yep, yep. <laughs> a brand cereal and truly putting it to the test. You just like, <laughs> if you were to actually zoom out of um, this photo and like pan to the left, Captain Crunch is like sitting there like with a gun to her head. <laughs> Tell me, though, that you couldn't easily, and I mean, like, easily edit, like, a bowl of cereal into her hand. No, 100%. (laughs) Like, that is my task to you, Skylar, is that I need you to make an Oops All Human cereal box and have it be next to her with her having, like, a cereal bowl, like, in her hand. Ah, yes. Okay. They got to check with market, you know, market research. They got to make sure this is (laughs) really going to fly. I have them on speed dial. (laughs) Oh, perfect. I kind of figured they would. Like I said, they've been getting a little weird with their flavor choices. <laughs> yeah, they're like, whatever works, honestly. Uh, all right. Well, I'm super excited to see this AI come to life as we watch Serial Experiments Lane. So we're going to do that. We're going to have Connor watch episodes one and two of this very trippy series. And we'll be right back. So stay tuned. All right, we're back. We had Connor watch episodes one and two of Serial Experiments. Saying, Connor, tell me, what did you think? That was really weird. Weird in, as hell, right? In the best way. I absolutely loved it. Um, it. It really, like, to me, this felt like an A24 film brought to anime. 100%. I could see that. 
honestly, this is one of the weirdest anime experiences I've ever had. And I've watched a ton of anime. I've watched anime as the weird people, anime that people have told me for years are weird. I've been like, this is fine. And I think this is the first time while watching an anime. I was like, this is fucking weird. Uh, weirder than Fully Cooley? Insanely. Yes, I feel like yes. Fully Cooley is fairly tame, <laughs> honestly. You need to text your friend. There is no way Fully Cooley is, is this level. I think it's like just below the surface, you know? Right. Yeah. On our podcast, we're we're actually, I think this week maybe, watching Paranoia Agent. And uh, to me, that one is still less weird than this. Ultimately, this is, again, the weirdest anime I've personally watched. Um, I was told that Paranoia Agent got a lot of inspiration from this anime. That tracks. That makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah, this is definitely something that you watch and you're like, huh, this clearly inspired things because it's just an <laughs> art piece. Essentially. Oh, I'm just going to say The Matrix came out two years after this. So, well, you know, okay. let's get let's get into this super quick. Let's go through some quick housekeeping. Mm-hmm. So Serial Experiments Lane is an original anime created by Yasuyuki Ueda and directed by Ryutaro Nakamura, done by the studio Triangle staff for TXN. It ran from July to September of 19. 19- for 13 episodes. It also had a manga spin-off called The Nightmare of Fabrication that was written by Yoshitoshi Abe that released in May of 1999. There are four art books and one PS1 game that I would nary to call an actual game that released in November of 1998. It's more of an experience. But that's it for Serial Experiment Slate. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's a definitely a cult classic. Uh, so let's break down episodes one and two super quickly. A high school girl commits suicide by jumping off a rooftop late at night. A week later, students are getting emails from the girl named Chisa Yomoda, which claim that she only gave up her body, but is actually still alive inside the virtual world known as the Wired, saying that there is a god that exists there. After getting one of these emails, introverted 14-year-old girl, Lane Iwakura, becomes much more interested in computers and asks her techie father, Yasuo Iwakura, for a new Navi computer system. When she returns to school the following day, the Blackboard writes a subliminal message, inviting her to come to the Wired as soon as she can, revealing to be written by Chisa herself. At Siberia, a hardcore techno club, a man buys a nanomachine drug called Axela. On the way to school the next day, Alice Mizuki, along with her friends Julie and Reika, tell Lane they saw her during their first visit to Siberia with a far more vigorous and more forceful attitude. Lane has her father set up her Navi computer system at home later that evening. After some persuasion, Lane decides to join Alice at Siberia that night to prove that she was not there before. However, Lane becomes involved with a shooting in the club by the same man under the influence of Excella. She approaches the man, saying that everyone is connected in the Wired, no matter where they are. This leads the man to shoot himself out of psychological shock and trauma, and that's episodes one and two of Serial Experiments Lane. Yeah, not a, not a lot, you know, to cover in, in a short amount of time. But also <laughs> a lot to cover in a short amount oh, of definitely, time. Definitely, you know. Um... I, I just want to say the uh, it's it's in both the episodes one and two the taxi that like pops out of like a frame for a minute and scared the shit out of me both times. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. I don't know how I missed this. I, I I'm telling you, it's at the it's like almost right at the beginning, like right after the op. Um, when when I'll stuff's have to kind re-watch of going. It. It's so weird. It scared me both times. I didn't think it was gonna happen the second time. And it, it absolutely terrified me. Honestly, one thing that I really like about this anime, and again, obviously, we could talk about how weird it is all day long. Mm-hmm. But what I really love is it, it's it is so it's so masterfully done. Like everything is weird, but it's so intentional. Like it really does feel. I mean, again, you can really just see how much influence this had on media after it. Like as you talk about so many different pieces of media, like you can really see the influence the serial experiments Lane had because it is a masterclass in putting together just truly trippy and just disturbing visuals and editing. And I just think it's amazing. Stylistically, like this is a prime example for me of like show don't tell. It just going way off the rails and showing things like like blood splatter in the shadows and like turning it blue at one point and doing all this weird stuff with color like white everywhere it just it was it is probably at this point like only two episodes in my favorite anime i have seen like artistically i completely understand why and it does again such a good job with atmosphere um the fact that everything is so blown out and just 
jaded in a weird way like again whenever she's walking to and from school it basically looks like there's nothing like she's walking in whiteness like an empty white void with these blood splattered shadows and it's again it's so fascinating i can i can talk about this for hours i'm so glad you brought up the shadows because i was like (laughs) like um i know this is a weird anime pay attention to every detail it's like ooh. She's got, like, miasma, like, shadows. Why does no one else have a miasma shadow? All the smoke and, like, fog and stuff, too, that keeps happening. So, like, when she has, like, the little spirit, like, fingers coming out, I was like, this is, like, some Donnie Darko shit right here. A hundred percent. That is exactly what I thought. Donnie Darko, yeah. Oh, my God. So much. Yeah. Definitely feel those same vibes. And it does such a good job with, again, minimal writing. There's ultimately not that much dialogue between these few episodes. Even when you include written dialogue, there's so little. It's, again, so much show, don't tell. But what little they do is so effective like something that i like i think my favorite line because it is it hits you no matter what your perspective on religion or technology or anything that moment when you see that god is here message mm-hmm. like it's an unsettling message it it yeah. spooked me out it unnerved me for like a minute i was watching it i had to pause it for a second i was like oh this is this is what i'm getting into okay oh my god um <clears throat> i mean Inserting God into anything is just, like, crazy. And the fact that, like, supposedly it only exists in the wire, you're just like, all right, are there two different gods? Is this the one true God? Like, what's going on? Or is it God? Yeah, is it really God? It could be, like, um, you know, Adam, Eve, Apple scenario. (laughs) (laughs) Have either of you ever seen the movie Martyrs? No. I have not, no. Um, It is this very unsettling horror film. It's probably the film I've watched that has unsettled me the most. Like, I finished it and I just kind of walked around in a daze for like 20 minutes, not knowing what to do with existence. (laughs) Um, So highly recommend it. Uh, But it is very gruesome, very violent. And there's this moment towards the end that has that similar feeling of like, God is here and it just like shuts you down. And it just reminded me of that. I'm definitely going to check that out. Yeah. Um, but I love, again, though, the kind of juxtaposition of everything, because Lane has, like, a, it, it, almost her life feels fake. Like, when she's sitting and eating dinner with her family, and her sister almost feels like this tertiary presence. Like, she sees something going wrong, but is also, like, not allowed to intervene. Her mom is, like, straight NPC. Like, she does her not mom respond is, like, to hollow anything. as fuck. Even when she's kissing her dad, they're kind of just like locked lips standing in the same place (laughs) doing nothing. K-drama first kiss. Yep. 100%. 100%. And then like the dad is just like staring out while they're kissing and like- that show is it's so fucking so awkward. Her gamer ass dad, by the way, freaking five monitor setup back in the nineties. Oh, that dude was. He that was, dude well was That dude was playing uh, Unreal Tournament like nobody's business. He had a T one connection in that house, mm-hmm. <laughs> guaranteed, guaranteed. He was uh, way ahead of his time. I guarantee you, in twenty twenty two, he would have been a popular Twitch streamer. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, or no. just like one of those like tech uh when those because he's an old man could be like one of those like tech people that are just like this is how you set up this like rig and this is just this is just uh linus tech tips (laughs) he's either he's either linus tech tips or the guy that pretends to be people's dad on youtube and teaches them how to do stuff i I love love those types of channels like here's how you you know you know put up drywall and it's like oh this is nice i I feel like i have a dad again I mean, yeah, though those personas are meant to heal our inner child, so goodbye, daddy issues. Oh, thank God. <laughs> mommy issues goodbye. are here to stay. Yep, mommy daddy issues come back. Say, yeah. Goodbye, daddy issues. Hello, dissociation issues. <laughs> Fuck it, seriously. Which, that's a lot of this too though, is Lane dissociates a lot. Yeah, yeah. she just she just stares a lot. Honestly, like I was like, is this a story about like schizophrenia? Because like it sounds like schizophrenia. A lot of my thoughts on it were like initially, this is weird. How much of this is happening? Like how much of it is hallucination and how mm-hmm. much of it is like weird interference from like the the, the wire. Yeah, from God. Well, especially like when you have that one scene, obviously like the finger smoke, mm-hmm. but also the scene when she sees like the person in the doorway and then like the like 
TV static people appear and like mm-hmm. walk past her. And then that the only moment that actually scared me, like scared me, scared me, was when that person that was in the doorway with like the shifting face. Yep. Yeah. Yep, like, I love shifts that. straight to in front of her. It's like three key frames. Her. Yeah, it's disturbing the way they do it. There's something to be said about that limited animation horror because it it's that uncanny valley thing, right? It feels wrong. The movement's wrong. The sound is wrong. Everything's wrong. Like her family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, a lot of this is un- a lot of this show is uncanny valley. Again, her life feels fake in yeah. her home. Right. Yeah, there's something about like the way her sister is with her that really unnerved yeah. me. Her sister's like the only one that seems uh real. Yeah. She's a real one. I'm still sticking with my theory, I think. I think like her dad made Lane like a- as an artificial intelligence and put her in like a a weird blade runner, you know, cyber person body. Right. Wouldn't even be surprised at this point in the story. Was it uh Battle something Alita? Battle or... Battle Angel Alita. Yeah, yeah. Or Battle Girl. I think it's Battle Angel, but it's I'm Battle not sure. Angel, I think. Yeah. yeah. I was like there's definitely like a Halo or something. No. <laughs> um, association wise. And then like her school life feels fairly real. Like these like her friendly friends. but not friendly bully but not bully girls are very very true to life for like middle school. It's funny and because my roommate really hates like how tropey like bullying in anime is because they just like berate the hell out of people. I mean, but, but, and, but so this often is more realistic. Accurate, right? Yeah, but it's this true. Is more realistic, and that like we're friends, but we're not. We're like terrible to you, but we're friends. Yeah, that's like, more realistic to that era of bullying. Mm-hmm. You always have the one friend who's like good friends with the person, and so the other two are like, I guess we'll be friends with them, like because they're like a dual package. Yeah, I will say, I think my favorite random detail about this show is that Lane is always just chilling in this bear onesie. Yeah. It looks so cozy. It's comfortable. I'm honestly, like, high-key jealous. (laughs) And she, again, she... Every again, I can't stress. I'm just gonna say this a million times. Don't take a shot because it'll just be a problem. How weirdly <laughs> unfunctional and dysfunctional everything is, because she's always this is like it has to be like six or seven in the in the afternoon, based on the fact that her dad is then coming home and they're doing dinner, and she's just sitting in her room, staring at the wall, not laying down in her bed, just sitting on her bed, slumped against the back wall in her bear onesie. You know, it's. I mean, <laughs> it, I mean, I'm not saying I used to do that, but like, you know, I was, I was, say, I was a little maladaptive. Daydreaming is a thing, and like, if you ever walk into a room, and you see someone like that's the perfect like visual. Like, it looks exactly like that. Yeah, she does. Uh, so between that, her like constantly. Uh, there was that one scene, and I can't remember exactly what's happening, but it basically like switches like setting and location like every like two or three seconds until. She's just in class, like pouring sweat. Yeah. Nervous. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that was like, again, very stressful. But part of me was also like, because that was followed by and then followed up by scenes where she could like not really make out what was on the board. And I was like, is this show just about a girl with ADHD and bad vision? (laughs) God. Like, does she just (laughs) need some Adderall? Yeah. Does she just need Adderall and glasses and the show ends? It just fixes every problem in this show. This is like put out by Big Pharma. <laughs> That's my conspiracy. You gotta sell more Adderall, you know? Oh, God, I wish I was on Adderall. I'm an unmedicated ADHD. <laughs> oh, I feel Sometimes that. I'm like, gosh, I bet if I had Adderall, I'd be so much faster at editing the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> just so much more efficient. 100%. Which is probably like an unhealthy mindset. Well, I mean, who has healthy mindsets I mean, nowadays? it's basically meth, so... Yeah, and that's the healthiest thing I've put in my body. Good, 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 who good, doesn't, good. Who doesn't love meth? You know, I was going to say, my birth mom sure did. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> good old meth baby Skylar. Uh, <laughs> you know, some you know crack who... babies, some meth babies. It happens. And speaking of drugs, <laughs> um, <laughs> obviously the big thing we have in the show is that the, the Excella, like, that comes in like a mini lemon that you have to cut open. I was about to say the biggest issue i had with this is that's what i imagined the lemon heads would have looked like as a kid (laughs) but they're just little yellow orbs and it's like that's not fun now this is what lemon heads should have looked like but uh, luckily lemon heads did not contain um a world acceleration drug in them (laughs) 
Uh, no, anti-world acceleration. You accelerate. The world slows down around you. So I have a question because mm-hmm. as soon as they were introducing the friends and stuff and her best friend being Alice, I was like, oh, like there has to be like Alice in Wonderland parallels. And uh, again, I have seen like the rest of the anime and this isn't a super big spoiler, mm-hmm. but there is a character that is called the Cheshire Cat. Who's oh, like, that's annoying I mean, too that that's tracks. a big thing in these like virtual world things matrix has the same analogies matrix oh, yeah. has the same Follow rabbit the hole rabbit. analogy exactly go down the rabbit hole you know yeah yeah that's a big thing uh in stuff like this and um ultimately like you have a lot of weird symbolism in general in this show mm-hmm. it's also you know this came out in the late 90s uh and mm. again so like yeah, we're so we're in this like big tech boom obviously this changing changing structure a lot of this is actually computers uh, are finally very, like, getting apple smaller. heavy it's mm. like the dad uses pc but everyone else uses like apple yeah um, yeah that is kind of the vibe it's, like, i got fake apple and yeah it's um, like the even, round like, corners even like the intros like the like episode like you know like girls layer two thing or whatever oh yeah, um, yeah is like the like uh is like one of the voice modulators on old apple machines oh. right see i didn't and i never like, had apple growing up oh so i i did not catch that yeah see we had uh, apple see, I was in one of those at school I was going to say, we had those uh, colorful iMacs in the computer lab. Oh, yeah. My school was all HP stuff. It wasn't good either. So, Connor, you were talking about how uh, you predicted that you thought she was like an AI and like the dad's building her. Um, Originally, like as I was starting the anime, I was like, oh, surely this is a girl and she's being tested on with like LSD and stuff. Oh, so fair. That is such a, it's another great theory as far as I'm concerned. Like, like with like the MK Ultra stuff that used to happen, obviously we don't want to get too far into that because it's a pretty, right. pretty bleak topic, but you know, like that kind of stuff happened, you know, back in the day. Mm-hmm. Cause oh God, just the dissociation, all the constant changing, the like supposed hallucinations. I was just like, this, this shit is, she's just tripping. Oh, a thousand percent. I was that—that that was my thought too, to be honest with you initially. But then I was like, you know what? I, it could be AI still. I you're I'll like, there's my too many on. computers. It's all making sense now. It's all part of the machine. It's just uh, dripping LSD on the computer. That actually would explain way too much. This is just some weird Reddit like page, like tripping balls on LSD and coming up with a story. You know, honestly, I could see that happening. Or the mom. She's a little... Uh, I think that's where she gets her like disassociation situation. Mm-hmm. You know what? I wouldn't be surprised if the mom was a, cre- a full creation and then Lane is like the result of what hybrid. a hybrid looks like. Like ah. a human in a AI. Yeah, because her mom is, again, full NPC vibes up in this piece. Joaquin Phoenix is like <laughs> smiling. <laughs> she the, the lipstick fucked me up too, I will not lie. Oh yeah, when she like wipes it off, I was just like, this seems so like, like Lolita in like one of those like predatory ways. Her lips are also, she puts on lipstick bigger than her lips. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's super weird. It, it confused me as soon as I saw it. I was like, this is this looks awkward and like uncanny. And then as soon as it pulled in, I was like, yeah, no, it definitely is not uh, the vibe. That is for sure. Konnichiwa, my fellow weebs. We just want to say another huge thank you to Connor for coming on the podcast. Connor is one of our day one writer dies, as well as a talented podcast host in his own right. So we were super excited to have him on. Again, make sure you check out Anime Roulette. Links can be found in the show notes. If you're craving more Kawhi Disappointment, you can get it by checking out our Patreon. Hours and hours of bonus content are available immediately for just $3 a month, and more is always on the way, along with exclusive polls, Q&As, and goodies at our higher tiers. Find us on Patreon by searching for Kawhi Disappointment or by going to patreon.com slash kawaiidesupod. A special shout out to our wonderful patrons, starting off with our Eternal Desu patrons, our $8 tier, the amazing Skullbush and incomparable Alex J. They're not alone as we also have our wonderful Super Desu patrons, our $5 tier, Nene Killua, Magical Girl Charlotte, Rebel in an Isekai, and Jellums. And our Kawaii Desu patrons, our $3 tier, Eliza L. and Albin A. G. You're all pretty Kawaii Desu in my book. 
follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Kawaii.supod, or go to Kawaii.supod.com for links to those socials as well as all of our episodes. That's K-A-W-A-I-I-D-E-S-U-P-O-D.com. Spread the word about us, and if you feel so inclined, leave a review on iTunes, rate us five stars on Spotify, or wherever you listen to us. It really does help. A huge thank you to TJ McCollum for reviewing us on iTunes. Don't forget, if there's an anime you'd like us to cover, recommend us an anime by using a recommendation form. You can find it as a pinned tweet on our Twitter, or by going to our Beacons page at beacons.ai slash kawaii-desu-pod and clicking on the recommend an episode button. We will see you all again next week as we continue through Horror Month 3, The Invited Guests, as we have Gianna and Chica from Shoujo Sunday on to watch Happy Sugar Life. Now, back to the podcast. prediction i had um when the because i was like oh alice in wonderland i was just like alice is the secret main character protagonist and we're just getting different perspectives specifically her white rabbit you know what this anime reminds me a lot of if i'm being honest and i'm sure this is like a popular take online i just don't i'm not involved in any serial experiments (laughs) like discord to know or not but this reminds me so much of puella magica madoka magica Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is another one I still technically have not seen. Highly recommend it. I'm glad I didn't say the next thing I was about to say. I I know. I mean, I know the main kind of twist in it, but. This is like a different twist. Oh, okay. (laughs) Fair enough. But I feel like ultimately, I feel like ultimately, and I not having, not literally not knowing where this ends up. I feel like ultimately they, they, it seems like they're reaching towards the same end goal. Okay. Which is there's something going on, right? And ultimately Lane is the the, the key to changing it. I mean, honestly, I could see, I think that's a really good um, analogy, PJ. Uh, For some reason, I thought you got like a lot farther into the anime. Of Serial Experiments Lane? Yeah. Oh, I got like five episodes in. <laughs> and I've heard from so many people that episode six is where the plot kicks off. Yeah, I w- <laughs> for so long, I was like, damn, I'm going to have to like look up one of those like um, this anime explained and that are like nine minutes on YouTube. And then episode six happens. And I'm just like, oh, OK. Oh, thank God. I'm not dumb. Oh, perfect. I'm glad I don't have to go on Google tomorrow. <laughs> I'm a thousand percent watching this, by the way, as soon as we're done here. Uh, I'm so glad. The only other thing that I wanted to bring up, because I just was like, wow, how you, how creative was the name of the club Siberia? Oh my I God. loved it. It was genius. Perfect. I want someone, you know how we get like pop-ups of things? Can we get like a pop-up club of that? But can I and also like- say, there's literally nothing cool. And I mean, nothing cool about an all-ages club no no god that's no. awful we especially because there's like children children in yeah it. Like, like when there are kids younger than lane coming in and like mad mm-hmm. dogging her <laughs> being like get a fucking life loser yeah they do roast <laughs> the hell out of her just pass around the steps oh god um i i also feel uh because i've seen so many storylines that involve clubs specifically where they're like oh yeah we saw you at a club but you were like a completely different person and they're like i was never there that happened that exact scenario happens in literally so many anime so like weird as someone, so at my at my job, I've taken over uh, new hire interviews, and we interview a lot of people in a given week. Like it's a lot. I have really quickly come to learn that there are only so many combinations of faces. <laughs> <laughs> you like it's just true. Like I interview people, and I'm like, wow, how many of you are there? Like, <laughs> like you. I think in day-to-day life, it's people are so disparate to you and like you you interact with people and they have their uniqueness to themselves. But when you're seeing face after face after face after face after face after face after face, you start being like, there's only so many face combinations. There's like maybe 800 faces worldwide and we're all just playing around with the features. I feel like it's our brains tricking ourselves too into thinking I mean, that faces are different. Always, like you're always looking for a pattern too. So, like, um, I like the random shuffle. PJ, <laughs> do you think this is the same case? Okay, so, Connor, back in the day when PJ was, like, a newbie at work, he started getting coachings for things that he didn't do, but a different guy who I think does not look like him. No, no, no. But- I think that was just racism. 
Okay. <laughs> and I specifically want to say that it was just racism because me and that guy look nothing alike. Me exactly. and the guy that hired to hired into the department like two years afterwards, fucking twins. Fucking twins. <laughs> I literally went up and hugged him from behind and he turned around and I had not met him yet. And like, cause oh we're, we're great friends now, but I hugged him from behind and he turned around and we both were like froze. And I was like, I thought you were someone else. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like, he is like me, like, but like six inches taller. Yeah. The amount of times I've done something like that where I'll wave at somebody and be like, oh, oh, wait a minute. You are not like, the person I thought. <laughs> you're walking past, you're like, I'm just a nice person. I say hi to everyone, you're not special. <laughs> just start waving to everybody on the street. <laughs> Me, when I first kissed PJ. Oh, this is like a random aside story. But when Skylar, because Skylar and I had been friends for a long time before we uh, started dating. And when Skylar was like, oh my God, I think I'm in a PJ. Let me like drop a hit. She was very paranoid. So like at one point that night, she like kissed me on the cheek. And I was like, what was that in my head? And yeah. then um, I was like, like, is that Ooh. something? Is something happening here? And then Skylar immediately in her panic kissed everyone else in the room on the cheek. <laughs> And then just continue to do that. Anytime she dropped a signal, you know, to be like, hey, she would immediately panic and do the same thing to everyone in the room. And there was like six of us there. So like, it was like, she would just like be like, all right, time to kiss everyone on the cheek, I guess. The absolute, time to hug everyone very intimately. The absolute top tier confidence of doing it and then just bottoming out and just being like, no, 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 I fucked up. I fucked up. This was wrong. Um, but, ulti- but, yeah, but yeah, no, go for it. This Sky. shit is weird and I fucking loved it. I vibe so hard. Oh, so really stupid thing. Because again, when I started watching, I was like, oh, yeah, pay attention to the details. It's mm-hmm. going to be important. And it's a scene where she's like, on the train right before mm-hmm. she tells everyone to shut the fuck up and um <laughs> and kind of like what pj said like where everything is just blown out and like bright for no reason as if there's like no structures anywhere to like create shade um it does like a close-up on her face and i was like why is one eye dilated and the other's not and so that like i was just like again it's drugs because you know sometimes your eyes dilate <laughs> yeah yeah and, absolutely like, so many episodes later i realized i was like oh it's literally just really fucking weird shading her eyes were oh, oh my this, God. there was a scene with that i had the same thought because like one of her eyes like the bottom liner was so much thicker than and the other one than the other one so it looks so weird and i was like what's happening and I'm like, oh, it's just inconsistent art. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Ultimately, I think based on okay, because I haven't I haven't finished the show. Connor hasn't finished the show, mm-hmm. but Skylar hasn't. I don't want you to tell us. Right. But I was uh gonna have Connor and I each guess at what's happening here. So Connor, what do you think is happening? I I'm so conflicted. Right. Because I do have this this thought that keeps going in my head where it's like, yeah, she is an AI. I'm like, I still in my brain. But I, I honestly, I have no idea. It could be mass hysteria similar to, you know, another anime I've recently watched. It could be like, you know, mass paranoia or something like that, where I, like maybe everybody is experiencing it, like similar to how like... Because the cyberspace in this, in this, like the the wired, I believe is what it was called. Yeah, yeah. It it really reminds me of um, this book I actually read recently called uh, Neuromancer. And oh, like, I love Neuromancer. It's That's so classic. good, so good. I I had never heard about it until like two weeks ago, and I finished it in like two days. I was so thrilled about uh, reading it, and it like the idea of cyberspace in that is like the idea of like a shared, like almost like everybody at the same time thinking that it's a hallucination and just accepting it as it is like it's it's very similar to like how the wired feels to me so like yeah, maybe no, there's something you know something like that is in there too i feel like i and i honest to god i do not think that god exists in the wire that is that is at, at most the devil telling her to do do something bad yeah or just like another ai or something mm-hmm. a- ai called god yeah. um which i mean that's <laughs> it's just a file thing. if you if you like ascribe to that theory that we all live in a simulation and mm-hmm. you know we're all just ones and zeros oh, but let's um, find a cheat code please i wish oh my god yeah where Hashtag do i get max money, money? yeah <laughs> mother load there we go find the mother load cheat for real life but um i think and again i know i'm probably wrong you know cyberpunk but take the c and change it to a ps because i think it's like psychic cyberpunk oh uh, because 
I think she, because there's that moment where she does tell everyone, she thinks like, or like, just like, I wish she would all shut up essentially. And everyone on the train hears her. Mm-hmm. And I think that there's something where she is somewhat psychic or like has like control over people's thoughts. And I think when she's talking to her dead classmate, I think she's essentially acting as a medium through the wired. Like, I think that there is some sort of like neuromancy type stuff happening. You know, I wonder if that's like, like her emailing everybody was just her way of trying to find that person that can, yeah. you know, pick that right. up. Well, um, kind of that, may- and this was, again, another theory. I'm not confirming anything. Another theory that I had um, going into this was it happened with that, the scene on the train. And um, when her friends were like, oh, yeah, you were at the club last night. And she's like, no, I wasn't. It gave me like extreme everything, everywhere, all at once vibes. And I was just like, is she just like jumping like timelines or like what's happening? I still somehow have not watched that movie. I do oh, not damn. know how. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm so theater. far behind. It didn't play in my town. Like it, my, I'm in such a small town, and our movie theater is is honest to god garbage, and oh, nothing gosh. good plays there. Really quick, Connor. All I have to say about um, everything, everywhere, mm-hmm. <laughs> all at once is Raccoonatui. Raccoonatui? Yes. Oh, Are yes, you telling me a raccoon made this this shrimp fried rice? <laughs> you telling me a shrimp fried this rice? <laughs> <laughs> a raccoon in a top hat just trying to make some food. I'm I'm about that. You know what? <laughs> Perceive it any way you would like. So I'm, I love that. Um all right, but speaking of living in small towns, you know what you know where they talk about living in small towns a lot? Music. Music. So let's talk so about true. the music of Serial Experiments Lane. Oh my god. Um so first off, obviously have to give like major shout outs to the composer for this show it is Reichi Nakaido, who does all the music for this show. And the music and uh, I, I would describe as the grim dark version of those toys you had as a child that would be like, ooh. <laughs> that was such a good wow, that was so a talented. phenomenal impression of that because all the this, weird, all like, the music in this is just that but like mm-hmm. scary <laughs> oh my god like seriously though um the music in this is incredible this isn't too much of a spoiler i don't think and i told pj like when he was walking around and i was finishing it up is episode 11 is literally just a recap episode like literally that's just what it is all except for like the last five minutes and it's literally just a bunch of the scenes of like what happened earlier with like jimmy jimmy hendrix style guitar oh my god playing over it the whole time i was just like this is a fucking vibe. Like, and when you this, just say that, none of, none of, nothing about that feels wrong for this anime. No, that right? feels very in, in place in what this is. Like, you could hear the audio still happening, but it's, like, so low. And I was just like, so they just literally made an AMV in the middle of the, or at the start in middle of this fucking episode. Um, For me, like, it, and the music didn't really stand out a ton to me, but the sound design really did. Because the amount of times that it's just dead quiet and and nothing is there's there is no noise and then like somebody just speaks and it's like it's it's like it's very unnerving it reminds me of like in hereditary like like the the dinner scene where everybody's just eating dinner quietly like nothing happened yeah again like ultimately what this show does for that horror aspect is that unsettlingness Uh, so much of this feels wrong it feels jarring and weird and wrong and that's what the the atmosphere that it sets up so masterfully and i agree the sound design is a huge part of that as as is with any horror Mm -hmm. and especially psychological horror the the power lines too you can like hear the whir of the power lines all the time in these two episodes and i'm just like Mm -hmm. this this is sick i love this I don't know why I didn't watch this before. But in addition to the music, the sound design, we obviously have our OP and our ED for this anime. So let's talk about those. Our OP for this anime is Duvet by Boa. And you don't seem to understand.
Connor, tell me what you thought about that OP. I instantly looked it up on Spotify. I instantly added it to my like my main playlist. Yeah, I mean it's it's amazing. It's hard to overstate. Like it is so good. It is the quintessential like nineties like female grunge song or like early two thousands. Like it's it's perfectly of its era. No, 100%. It, it like, and I'll, I'll, you know, I didn't technically choose this for, you know, the thing that is to come up in a minute, but I, I, it reminded me a lot of like the cranberries. Yeah. Oh, I the can cranberries, see that. I mean, again, not to just jump into that segment, um, the cranberries were in my like contention of option. Uh, Same. It is my third else. option. But yeah, no, it's so, so good. This song was like incredible. Um, the platform that I was watching this on had edited out the intro and the outro um, out of it completely. So I had to go like onto YouTube to watch it. And I was like eight episodes in. I was just like, this is the most incredible fucking like song in anime opening. This is li- it sounds so similar to something. And I was so upset that I couldn't find like the exact approximation that I was thinking of. I think I did a good job. We're all talking too much about harmonics every artist segment in this segment <laughs> so but anyways this shit sounded so fucking 90s and was such a fucking vibe including the visuals the visuals were incredible oh, 90s and is this fuck. Was, yeah this was a 90s music video this you, would have been on like vh1 or mtv mtv yeah like uh, you know late night just fucking when people are smoking weed and shit like it was a great time. Beavis and Butthead would have made fun of it on their show. 100%. Right. And then we have our outro, which is Distant Scream by the composer of the anime, Reichi Nakaido. Connor, what did you think of that outro? So it's weird, right? Because it, it again, like this, it was very like it was very Seattle grunge. Like it reminded me a lot of like Nirvana and stuff like that. But like still a little different. Like the musically, it, it didn't at all. Musically, it reminded me like of I don't even know how to describe it. Like almost like a a, a classical guitar piece. Ooh, um, okay. But it it all sunk together, and I didn't love it until he started like like he screamed and like really went in, and I was like, oh yeah, no, I I do f- I mess with this a lot actually. Yeah, I really like it a lot. It I um, actually didn't really get grunge from this. I got like sixties counterculture a little bit more. Fair. Like I got acid music, which or like acid and mushroom music, which felt perfect to me for this anime because this entire anime. Right. We didn't even talk mm-hmm. about this. Oh my god, I don't know how we didn't talk about this. The like tie dye messages that are spurs throughout the anime. It makes it's me so jealous. Vibe. I'm so jealous of their computers too. Like they're so cool. Yeah. Again, as so much about this is just a trip and this song I think adds to that. Right. No, 100%. All right. So, but you know, it's it sounds like we're already uh gunning to do this. So, why don't we move on to our segment? What modern or contemporary artists do you think would have done a good job with these anime intros and outros? Connor, why don't you tell me who you think would have done a good job with Duvet? Duvet is so interesting. And and I have three that I wrote down, and I'm only going with one. But like it was really hard for me to come to terms with. And I kind of thought about it more and more. And I was like, well, if it was like a cover, right? Like, And they can change the style of it. I think um, Lin Inazumi, I believe is her name, the singer from the Persona 5 soundtrack. Oh, I can see that. <laughs> like add a little bit of like orchestrated, like upbeat jazz jazz into it and I think it would sound so good. I would go with like Beneath the Masks. I 
I like it. I see where exactly where I you're think going it's with it. Fantastic. She could do uh, the lower and the higher register that we get in Duvet. So I think this is great. And the vibe of the song is amazing too. Yeah. A hundred percent agree. That's you know that's what came to my head. I did great. I I I did it. I did good. My other choice, by the way, was uh, if it's not cheating, Emily. I mean, who doesn't? Who doesn't love her? Yeah. Fuck it, seriously. Uh, I have an immediate answer for this one. I feel like this isn't the perfect answer, but I think it's maybe one of the. I think it's probably one of the better approximations for this song. It there's something that like I can't tell what it is but there is not related at all to the majority of the song but this song has this specific guitar riff that um or maybe it's a bass riff i don't know instruments that well (laughs) i think it's a guitar (laughs) riff though um that is in another song it's like one for one in a song and i think that kept messing me up but ultimately i went back to the main song and i went with uh, i'm only happy when it rains by garbage This song is actually where I started, like, on oh, my journey. Oh, so thanks, Skylar. <laughs> no, no, no. I think it sounds so good, PJ. I think you did a phenomenal job. I feel like the voice is, like, slightly off, but everything else about it, phenomenal. See, whereas I actually think that the voice is a lot closer and the vibe is a lot. The only every, Well, garbage is a lot rougher. It's a lot grungier. Um, right. And I think the voice is actually very close. It's so weird that garbage never came up in my mind at all. Like it should have, because I agree. It is. I think it is very close. Yeah. Again, ultimately, I I agree. It's not the perfect answer, but it was the. I think it's a very good choice. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. No, mm-hmm. I think it's fantastic. Agreed. Uh, but Skylar, since this was your jumping off point, and then you took it and ran with it, I'm assuming you're about to give us a one for one remake of this song. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So listen, this song sounds exactly like a different song when i heard it i was like oh it's this song and then my mind did like a cute little ellipses in real time and i was just like fuck and i went on a journey and i don't think i found the song but i think i found a fantastic song but the song is called charming by uh jonathan brooke and the story Yeah, that's basically... Yeah, that's the same song. Yeah, that's... Yeah, no, I was right. Yeah, that's perfect. 100% the winner. Uh, That was great. Thank you. Like, they sound exactly the same. I feel like... But, okay. I agree. But I still still feel like... I feel like there's a better answer out there. That is the jarring part. I completely agree with you. Uh, But, wow, that is a good choice. Thank you. I went on a journey last night around 4 a.m. So, I guess this morning. (laughs) All right. So, great choices all around for that OP. So, let's move on to that ED. All right, Connor. Who did you go with for that outro? So, I kind of, again, much like my last one, it's a little bit janky. But I, I think it fits. And uh, the song I went with, because I actually, upon thinking about it, I was like, you know what? There is a specific song by this band that I think kind of fits the vibe. Um, the song is Foundation of Decay by My Chemical Romance. Okay. A little weird, but I think like with the gravelly kind of voice, I think it kind of fits. Again, I think this is a great uh, vibe match. And, oh yeah, definitely. Um, I think the best My Chemical Romance selection you could have picked. Ultimately, Gerard's voice is a lot higher than uh, the song. But yeah. Vibe wise, um, especially like you know the like when the towers fell part of Foundations of Decay. Great selection. Oh yeah, definitely mm-hmm. a great approximation. Um. Yeah, vibe wise. Um, for me, and uh, I guess this is like <laughs> my my thing now. Uh, because it's happened a lot lately. But um, I went with a Spanish song. Ooh, absolutely. Because I no, you do a great job with the Spanish. Song. I keep just listening to these uh ops or eds and just being like, oh, I know a Spanish song that sounds just like this. But like this song sounds really Spanish. I like agree. if you're not paying attention, mm-hmm. it doesn't really sound like Japanese. I don't think this is the perfect song. I actually know that there's a 
specifically Spanish song that is a lot closer. And that was the frustrating part. But uh, I ended up landing on this song and I think it's a close enough approximation. I went with Como Tu by Jaguares. Quick, edit, edit yours for last, because I think you did a much better job than mine. <laughs> I think we'll keep it in its order, but thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that is incredible. I, that sounds so much like it. Yeah, no, fantastic. It was a good time. You're doing so good today. Oh, no, thanks, you usually thanks, do a good thanks. job. <laughs> I also did just add that to my playlist as well. It's a very good song. It's a great song. It's a banger. Uh, yeah, I'm finding a lot of success with these Spanish songs. They've all been very good selections, so I'm glad this continued the trend. Uh, Skylar, I know you're a little self-conscious about yours, uh, <laughs> but I trust that you found, at the very least, an amazing vibe <laughs> match. Okay, so I went with, uh, thank you for your confidence, PT Dibs. <laughs> um, I went with White Rabbit by Jefferson Airplane. Already, let me be clear, fitting the narrative that we established in the episode that this is basically mm-hmm. an Alice in Wonderland approximation. Hell yeah. I think that's a great choice. Personally. I think it passes the vibe you. check big uh, I time. I think the vibe check is great. Again, it is definitely a slightly different energy. And clearly it's a female vocalist, and this is like a very gruff male vocalist. But mm-hmm. vibe-wise, great. And also, lyrically, very good for this mm-hmm. anime. <laughs> like, like this is a very, like, the lyrics, as I was listening to them, I was like, this is about, like, obviously, again, it's because Serial Experiments Lane has a lot of Alice in Wonderland theming mm-hmm. in it. But, like, even just, like, the, the juxtaposition because obviously this is very again 60s counterculture kind of like how i mentioned about this ed earlier um right that like you know kind of realizing the lies and the changes and that acid mushroom psychedelic era that tr- that take on the alice that they have in this song really good for serial experiments lane mm-hmm. thank you thank you thank you i do think pj your song was the winner 100%. connor you had a fantastic song as well oh, i wish you. you would stop saying your selections are janky because i just disagree <laughs> stop being mean to you i'm sorry <laughs> i can't stop it stop being mean to my friend connor <laughs> years of trauma <laughs> um ultimately some great selections all around not a single dud in the bunch uh and a great great music round so with that i think it is time that we take another quick break to watch some additional clips some additional context and then return with connor's closing thoughts for serial experiment slain so we're gonna do that and we'll be right back so stay tuned All right, we're back, and we had Connor watch some additional clips, some additional context, some additional out-of-body experiences, in-new body experiences, body horror experiences, and everything in between. This anime is uh, consistently confusing, trippy, wild, insane, obscure, but also beautiful, fantastical, interesting, evocative, and and just every adjective in between. It is uh, quite the ride. And I'm curious, Connor, if it's a ride you'd like to stay on, as I ask you the question, would you keep watching Serial Experiments Lane? I am 100% going to keep watching this. The, The extra context, not even needed. But I'm glad we. But I'm glad we saw it because there was some wacky stuff in there. Yeah, it is insane. This anime. I'm glad that is a kawaii success in the book for Serial Woo! Experiment Slain. So now I have to ask you the question: Would uh, you know Serial Experiment Slain is quite the trip? So I'm curious what you think as I ask you the question: Would you recommend Serial Experiment Slain to someone just starting their anime journey? And we'll add the addendum that they're already into. Sp- like horror not necessarily psychological or trippy stuff but you know we are in horror month so if someone was already into horror and they wanted to start their anime journey would you recommend serial experiments lane um it's see it's it's so contextual right because i feel like the answer for me is yes i would have wanted somebody to recommend this to me when i was younger because i absolutely would have loved it and like if i asked somebody like hey do you like the movie hereditary or midsummer i'd be like yeah please watch this you will love it 
you will absolutely go crazy for it. It's creepy. It's got a little body horror bits in a in a later, and it's got you know weird esoteric concepts. And like just the way angles are sometimes, the way sound production is. I think that if you're into horror, this is probably going to be up your alley. All right, Skylar, what do you think? Um, <laughs> I would like definitely need to know the person. Mm-hmm. And if they like really love the movie, like Jacob's Ladder mm-hmm. and like stuff like that, ah, then this yes. is a Jacob Ladder, Jacob's Ladder scenario. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ooh, honestly, maybe. Who knows? No, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I, I agree. Ultimately, while honestly, obviously, it could be the answer for anything. If you've heard other anime where we've given this rating, you know, it is subjective. I Typically, we go with a yes, recommend or no, don't recommend. I think based on where we're going, I think this is a viewer discretion is advised, <laughs> which is you should be use discretion in which viewer you recommend this to. Uh, so that is our official recommendation for Serial Experiments Lane as a cumulative. I think we between the hard yes, tentative yes, and second very tentative yes for me, <laughs> we land as a whole in the viewer discretion is advised, a kawaii success, mm-hmm. and only one question left to ask. And that question is, is there an AMV for that? AMV. All right, Connor, you know the rules. Give me your song and artist for Serial Experiments Lane. All right, so I I had several, okay? And I'm not joking. 20 minutes ago, while recording, I was like, no, that's not not the one. Uh, So I did change it to Psycho Killer by the Talking Heads. It just feels right. I don't know. There's something about it. I feel like maybe maybe that's the vibe, you know? I'm not seeing it. I'm sorry. You know, oh, I... Unfortunately, there's a zero points for Connor. Yeah. This is... I quit. I quit the podcast. Ooh. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Before you quit, <laughs> I'm curious, what was the option you replaced just to see if it would have gotten something? Zombies by the Cranberries. Okay, let me check. It felt fitting, and I was like, you know, they kind of have a Cranberries vibe. Connor, that one is right. Damn, sucks to suck, though, because sucks you didn't. Sucks to suck, though. <laughs> yeah, you damn. didn't go with it. I hope that I don't uh, eat my words, though, as I give my uh, AMV selection. Okay, okay. I, I went for uh, era, vibe, meaning, everything to try to find uh, the perfect AMV for this. And avid listeners might know that uh, I had a very intense Radiohead phase in college. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my one of my favorite songs from that Radiohead phase was Paranoid Android. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious if Paranoid Android by Radiohead has any AMVs to Serial Experiments Lane. Yes, it does. Oh, absolutely. It's yeah. very anticlimactic, yeah. Skylar. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah. Obviously, I it found does. like 50 so fast. PJ, <laughs> you got it. That's Thank three so ghost much. points for PJ. Three <laughs> ghost points for me. Zero points currently for Connor. But hey, there's nothing saying that that's how it has to stay. I was going to say there are whisper True. points for Connor. Um, because... You know what's funny? Whisper is uh, <laughs> the text-to-speech module that they use for the intros. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, That's insane. Okay, so Connor, do you mm-hmm. think... There's possibly an AMV for Serial Experiments Lane to Evanescence Bring Me to Life. So I feel like, because obviously every anime kind of has to, it's either, but here's the thing. I don't think that's the case for this one. I will say second, you know, secondarily, it, there, there probably is one for Linkin Park. Okay. Well. Bring me to life. Bring me to life. No, absolutely not. Uh, Connor, I don't think it's the last- vibe. You lost your chance at one because there are multiple AMVs. I should have went with my gut. Two serial experiments lane for Evanescence Bring Me to Life. I was going to say, PJ, not everyone's going to have Lauren's Evanescence. Evanescence. Uh, and unfortunately, Connor does not. That is unfortunately zero points in the book. Yikes. But a Kawaii success and a viewer discretion is advised recommendation for quiet disappointment. So that is still ultimately a win in the book for the podcast, for the anime, and for Connor. Yay. So thank you so much, Connor, for joining us here today. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I had so much fun. Oh, same. No, this was a great time. We're definitely going to have to do something like this again. Maybe get you on Anime Roulette. 
Ooh, 100%. Yes. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that you want to plug here at the end? Just Anime Roulette. It's uh, a fun podcast. Me, my brother, and my sister. My brother, Scott, my sister, Ashley. We uh, Siblings. Yeah. We spin a wheel, watch a different anime every other week. We just finished season one. We're starting season two. We uh, went through all of My Hero Academia in season one, and now we're going through JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Wow. Amazing. <laughs> two epics. It's a it's a great it's the the my hero to JoJo's pipeline you know it's oh yeah definitely yeah. it's a good one though I'm I'm happy about it it's the CrossFit to bodybuilding pipeline exactly <laughs> <laughs> all right well thank you so much make sure to check out Anime Roulette uh, I'm glad you had a good time here uh, but more importantly I hope our listeners had a good time I hope they had a fun time I hope they had an acid trip down Matrix Lane time is this a type of ghost in the shell time I don't know but there's rabbit and I hope that they have a you know that floppy disk you left in your uh, parents basement the one that's next to that black lotus magic card grab it use it <laughs> it's sell it if you want like but 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 grab it time and also get rich <laughs> off that black lotus magic card yeah no there's Ooh, no way that thing. didn't get water damaged but until you become a billionaire from your black lotus card time <laughs> we hope you're waiting until next time isn't a kawaii disappointment i've been pj i've been skylar and I'm Connor. And Ooh. don't forget, again, to check Connor out. It's been super fun having you on. Check out Anime Roulette. Follow Connor on Twitter, at TurtleGotConnor. Amazing uh, meme posts, and you will not regret it. But until that time, when you follow Anime Roulette, follow Connor, and continue to follow us. Have a good rest of your day. The Bye, floppy everyone. desk, or the floppy disk protected the Black Lotus card. <laughs> okay. <laughs> From the water Wait, damage. W- so late, Skylar. <laughs> Insanely late on that. Uh, super unnecessary edit, edit. edition. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.